Hi, this is Amber and welcome to today's podcast. So thank you to everyone who's been in touch since the last podcast and for all your lovely messages and also thank you very much for your donations. And that certainly wasn't the intention, but it was lovely to receive your support. Um, For anyone new to the podcast channel, the channel is uh, part of my healing practice. The website is sacredspacehealing.org. That's sacredspacehealing.org. I'm a Reiki master teacher trained in shamanism and energy healing. Uh, I'm also an intuitive reader and I provide online coaching, healing and transformative uh, sessions. There's more information on the website on the Core Wound Programme and the Life Purpose Programme. And my last message was a very brief one just to explain that the podcast channel will be going quiet for a while for a number of reasons and that there'll be more writing and so to look out for that. Um, But today I felt inspired to jump on and to uh, just share a little message Um, to assist any of you out there because I've got such lovely messages from all of you and I know that some of you really rely on these podcasts and um, it's not my intention to not to take sort of take that um, support away it's more my intention to refine and um, to honor the work and myself but today I'd like to shine a light on um, any spiritual kind of what's the best way to word it spiritual untruths that we may have been fed. I think it's a really interesting time, a time of revelation and a time of um, uh, clarity, hopefully, amidst the chaos, you know, that in, in very difficult times we start to see, often we start to see more clearly. And one of the things that I've noticed for a very long time, but it's been hard in some ways to transmit that information, is the question, what if everything that we've been fed in terms of spiritual truths weren't truths? What if they were distractions or um, red herrings or things to take them off the path? You know, I see a lot of this now. I think because so many people are online, I see a lot of, you know, memes and little sound bites. And I look at these sound bites and think that really doesn't resonate with me. And probably 10, 15 years ago, it did when I was starting out and I was on my path and I felt lost and confused and I was looking to hold on to something. I held on to these as truisms. You know, things like, I'm just going to put some stuff out there and I'm not saying you have to believe it or not believe it, but stuff like be kind or all you need to do is um, send love to the situation. Everything is love and light. We're all here to learn from each other. Uh, Everyone is our teacher. Just forgive and set yourself free. Now, I think there is a lot of truth in some of these sayings, right? But what's happened is that truth has got so diluted the message has now become something that is impractical, almost, to live your life by, and in some ways dangerous. And I think when you're sensitive, empathic, damaged, you've been through trauma, confused, um, when you've got no spiritual training or background, when you don't have your own practice, um, when you're feeling weak or vulnerable, and you see something like that, or a coach or a healer says something like that to you, we kind of, the, the danger is that we fall into this pitfall where we think, well, that's what I need to do. And if I'm not doing it, I'm not a good person. I'm not spiritual. So I should have forgiven so-and-so. I should be kinder to the world. I should be more loving. I just need to send my enemies love. Now, yeah, our great prophets and writers said all that, you know, yes, everything is love. And, you know, love thy enemy and so forth. But they also told us to have strong boundaries. And they also told us to be love in action. And they also fought. You know, if you look at the story of our great leaders and our great prophets, they didn't just sit around sending love and making daisy chains. They went out on the battlefield and they fought for what they believed in. 
and um, they set up boundaries and they respected themselves enough to turn around and say, I am a prophet, I am here to deliver a message or, you know, you don't treat my people like this. So it wasn't about being a doormat. And I think what tends to happen is we take these, what were once truisms, we filter them down and it makes us weak. Um, So I'm posing that question to you, you know, are any of these kind of supposed truisms helping you? I don't particularly think that it is our responsibility to send love to our enemy. If your enemy is hurting you and flinging stuff at you and harming you in some way, you're not going to, it's not going to stop because you send them love. Yes, it'll mean that you feel less damaged and you'll have more positivity and love around you, but they're just going to feed off that energy. Some people feed off the pain of others. It's a hard thing to accept, but some people enjoy seeing other people in pain. And no amount of love that you send them or forgiveness or healing is going to change that because they have to want to change. So what a waste of your time and energy to send love to this enemy. You're better off sending that love to yourself and the people around you that deserve that love. Not everyone deserves your forgiveness. And I've posted about this recently and there will be articles to come. You know, sometimes it's okay to say what you did was wrong and I don't forgive you, but I forgive myself. I forgive myself for allowing it to happen or I forgive myself for beating myself up over this thing that happened to me. Forgiveness is about you. And I think where the message has got misconstrued is that it becomes about needing to do something for the other person. It isn't. It's about forgiving you. I think with this mantra that we now have, be kind, we're using it as a way to excuse really bad behavior. So someone does something awful and then they turn around and go, oh, I had a really bad day or I'm under a lot of pressure. I've got mental health issues. And we all turn around collectively and say, we must be more kind. But that doesn't excuse the criminal or the painful thing that they've done. Yes, everyone is fighting a silent battle in one way or another that we don't know about. But that does not excuse their behavior. We're grown-ups, right? We make choices. Sometimes we make good choices. Sometimes we make bad choices. We can't go around hurting people and saying, sorry, um, excuse me, uh, forgive me because I was having a bad day or forgive me because you should be more kind. It doesn't work that way. It could have worked that way if we all followed a code of ethics and lived honorably. But society doesn't operate that way. People are taking advantage of this now. And so this message is to say that if you've lived your life by these truisms, be kind, be gentle, send out love and light, and you find yourself being battered by the world, then these so-called truisms don't work for you. And you need to find a whole new set of rules that protect you better on planet Earth. Because maybe your truisms work on another level, another dimension, you know, like another elevated dimension that we haven't reached yet as a collective. And so until we reach that elevated collective level, you've got to protect yourself. You've got to make sure that you are strong, you are loved, you are healthy, you are whole. And then when you are all those things, you're naturally not going to attract so much of the dross. It'll still come your way, but you won't engage with it because you won't feel compelled to save it or heal it or forgive it. And you certainly won't think that the reason why it's coming your way is because there's something wrong with you, which is this other sort of false thing that we've been fed. You've manifested it. You've manifested it because you have a trauma, or you've manifested it because you're negative, or you've manifested it because you woke up in the morning and you didn't say a mantra. Sometimes we don't manifest it. I have said this in quite a few podcasts. Sometimes good things happen 
to awful, terrible, evil people. And sometimes bad things happen to really good people. Like sometimes shit just happens and there is no reason for it. And um, I think people who blame it on karma and say you manifested it and it's a lesson, we're, we're looking for explanations. And one of the most puzzling things about life and the universe is that if you keep digging, you'll sort of find that there is an explanation, but there also isn't one. Uh, when I was much, much younger and in my teens and at school, I loved philosophy and I loved the arguments for and against the existence of God. And one of the things I loved about philosophy and still do is that we're trying to understand something that we're trying to place order on something that is quite intrinsically chaotic and yet allows us to live our lives in relative seeming order. As man, our little limited brains, which we only use such a small percentage of, can't understand everything. So we try and compartmentalize things, put them in little boxes to understand them better. And I think one of the ways that we cope with trauma or you know negative experiences is to try and work out why it happened. It happened because I manifested it, or I didn't do my yoga that morning, or it's karma, or whatever. And and all of these things are explanations that sometimes just fall short. I mean, even religion is an explanation in some way for what we cannot really explain. Um, and then the, the sort of system within religion of, of punishment and heaven and hell, all of that, it, it's about trying to explain what we can't explain. You know, that some people are wired to do good in the world and some people are wired to do bad in the world and you know some people two people can have the same experiences the same traumas or the same beautiful experiences and turn out completely different so it makes nonsense of these arguments that you manifested something because it's unhealed trauma or it's because you know you're not spiritual enough and I think very sensitive people hold on to those things and then they tie themselves up in knots trying to change that they're manifesting powers and it really isn't that sometimes and I say this to clients a lot of I work with a lot of deeply sensitive beautiful clients and I say some people come here to planet earth to learn to be more spiritual and some people come to planet earth to learn to be more earthy <laughs> to be more earthbound you know they don't understand the rules of planet earth and I think for deeply sensitive spiritual folk they don't they need to understand boundaries better. They need to know the word no better. Uh, they need to understand love for self better. And a lot of other people are on a journey to understand collective love and giving and generosity and spiritual love and, um, and, giving, and you know, giving freely of oneself a lot more. But I tend to work with people who need the opposite, <laughs> who need to learn boundaries more, who need to preserve themselves more. So my invitation to you wherever you are on your journey right now, is to look at any kind of spiritual beliefs that you've picked up along the way and have a little pruning. You know, look at it and think, does this serve me? Does it feel true? Is this helping me in my life or is it actually making me more unhappy? And to find some new rules that make you happy. And, and if you're struggling with that, you know, get yourself a healer or a coach or a really good friend to reflect back to you and help you find some new, new rules. Because your new rules may not be the next person's. They might not be the rules that have been posted on a meme or on a YouTube channel, right? Your rules might be trust your gut. If it feels wrong, say no or, you know, have strong boundaries or, you know, whatever it is. And it's okay to do that. And then try out those rules. 
see how they feel in your life for a bit. And if you feel stronger and you feel better and you start to attract more good in your life, well, then they're working for you. And the only person you really have to answer to is yourself, your integrity, your heart, your soul, your truth, and your belief in whatever you think is out there, God's spirit universe. So a little soundbite for you. Like I say, these podcasts are coming and going and they won't be as long as before. But I really hope that helps you. Do check out the website, sacredspacehealing.org and the social media pages because there'll be little sound bites on there as well. And in time, there'll be blog posts coming up. Um, I send you so much positivity and joy and blessings at this time, wherever you are on your journey. And um, till the next time.